Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Welcome to Drunk Cast Gaming. I'm your host, Joe. And I'm Joel, your other host. How you doing, folks? You can't respond. Yeah. Well, you, you can by adding a comment. Please, add comments. We'd like to hear from you. You know what? I want to switch it up, Joe. What? Why don't, why don't we... Why don't we always call it our actual title? Why can't it be Love Cast? Huh? Welcome to the Love Cast. Hey there, baby. I'm your conductor. <laughs> Get on the love Joe. train. Um, choo, choo, choo. <laughs> Alright, we're not here to arouse our guests. Well, I mean... Well, except for with gaming knowledge or whatever sounds. Arouse them with gaming knowledge. That's right. I'm not sure we'll arouse them with knowledge, but maybe gaming banter. Well, before we get into the banter, I want to go over some ground rules. Uh, typically, with drunk casts, uh, we have a couple of rules. The first rule, of course, being that if there were any bets made uh, in drunk cast hours, and uh, whenever we figure out what the outcome of that bet was, the loser obviously has to take a shot of whatever we're drinking on that episode. An extra one. If we remember the bet. If we remember the bet. Most of the time we don't remember the bet. So, <laughs> if, hopefully, if, if you're active in, in listening to Drunk Cast, please, oh please, and you remember a bet, just write it in the comments. We'll check it out. Or or slap us on the back, since most of you listen are our friends. Yeah, or shout it out <laughs> on Facebook. No, no, seriously. Tell me, Mom. Anyway, um... Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one, of course, is they, that... They pin our uh, our podcast to the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, look at what you made. That's, that's going around right the fridge. Front, <laughs> front of the fridge. Um, and, of course, if we go off topic, we must take a drink. Now, what are we drinking, Joe? Today, we're going fancy. We've got tequila and monster energy drink. Tequila and a monster energy drink. And not just any monster, it's, it's the Mango Loco Juice Monster. That's right, so we're mixing Mango Loco with uh, Jose Cuervo. I call it Loco Cuervo. Loco Cuervo? Loco Cuervo. Sounds like a drink that would get banned in the United States. <laughs> the Loco Cuervo yeah. has, has claimed it's 15 after <laughs> a late night prom uh, banger with some Loco Cuervo. Loco Cuervo. I realize why I think that it sounds like Four Loco. Oh, maybe, huh? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, band, drink. Anyway, this is not... Well, this is actually a drunk cast. I guess that is on topic, huh? Kind of. Yeah, weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the fun part of it. The gaming part. Uh, something big just happened. E3. It's e in the game. E-A-3. E-A-3. Uh, uh, but yeah, E3 just happened. Uh, we had a lot of gaming news, a lot of a lot of highs and lows this year. I thought I thought more so than previous EA or E3s. I didn't think that there was, and this is just my kind of feelings on it. I didn't. There weren't a lot of. There were there weren't a lot of games that elicited like feelings from me. You know what I mean? Like there were a lot of yeah. games that I saw. And I and I and I processed what they were and and I but I kind of was just like, oh, okay, okay, so that's what's gonna be, you know, just there were just so many like uh, like Rise of the to or like, the Tomb Raider one, yeah, Tomb Raider I watched that and I went, okay, it's yeah. a Tomb Raider game, it's it's a it is, 
Batman, Arkham, Assassin's Creed, you know, just yeah. it's every game like, like that every that's ever come. Every other sneaky, killy, stealthy, yeah, cutscene game yeah. that involves you getting gadgets along the way. Yeah, and it's maybe, maybe meeting Leonardo da Vinci. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, he, he like in every game. That's just. You know what? I don't even need the game. I meet Leonardo da Vinci every time in my dreams. It's true. He he he. Uh, it's him. The dream. It's him drawing the Vitruvian Man, and he goes, "I need you to be my model of yeah. the perfect man." And, and I'm, I'm like, flattered, why? but I do it anyway. And since it's my dream, it's like why? Because I have four legs and four arms, right? <laughs> And I'm just ram like this monstrosity. You're, you're one of the androgynoi. That's where do you know? Uh, off topic. I'll drink for this. Oh, yeah. That's where we get the term androgynous. Is that there? There's a. I think it's the androgynoi is this Greek legend where people had uh, four arms, four legs, uh, both sets of genitals, and two heads, huh. and they were separated into two people. Right. Because like androgynous is everyone like both together, uh-huh. and they were separated into men and women. Right. Um. But that's where that's where we get the term androgynous. Interesting. Yeah. This is Roseanne with your guide to the world of facts. <laughs> Let's not do a hot take on Roseanne. Take your swig. Um. <clears throat> anyway, the only one that really elicited some some really like I don't know strong feelings from me, I guess, would maybe be like Fallout. See, there just wasn't any niche little things like even even a couple of years ago. Like I remember, I remember how hyped I was. Do you remember when they released the remastering of Grim Fandango? Yeah, that didn't even it wasn't even a new game, but it was a remastering. There wasn't even something cool like that, like a remastering, except for Tetris. So, so I I have an idea. Let's go through the different conferences, uh, so, sort of in order. Yeah, um, shoot them one by one. Um, do you have anything... Bef- uh, bef- Execution style. Do you have anything to say about EA? Just while we're here. No. We're, we're, no, I have nothing to say about EA. EA it was EA. Sports. It's in it, the trash. This, I will say this hurt me to watch. The number of times that they had scripted a moment for the audience to cheer, and the audience didn't cheer in that <laughs> press conference, hurt my soul. Oh my god. For the first time ever in FIFA... You can play as club teams. Crickets. Crickets. I've always wanted to play as my favorite club team and win this trophy. Because they actually had the trophy. Mm-hmm. Like the real life trophy. Crickets. And you're just sitting there like, no, stop. It's like it's like EA hasn't seen, has like refused to watch every other press conference. Yeah. It for- just... They had their back turned completely the, for the entire For, like, time. the last five years. Exactly. Like, for the last five years, there's been this evolution of E3 to not be these cringy, awful, like, stage shows. Yeah. And yet, EA is just, like, they're like, oh, yet last year was a little cringy and people hated it. But maybe if we're even cringier. Right. It'll be better. No, it was a, it was bad. Um, the only thing that that got me, the only thing I was excited for was the uh, the pass that they're doing. They're doing this pass. Um, they have no price announced for it, where you'll be able to get all the the big first party EA games. And the only reason I, that kind of excites me um, is because 
it it includes things like their sports games, and I do like Madden. You know, Madden's a staple. That's the only thing saving EA, in my opinion. I mean, there's yeah. a, there's a couple of other staples that they're doing it, fairly well. If it includes DLC, I will actually get it. Okay. If it includes DLC, because the other game I like to play from EA, and it's my dirty little EA pleasure, Ooh, is I know is The Sims. Oh, that's I do not taboo. Everybody loves The Sims. No, but but I it's... thought you were gonna say something like fucking Barney's Big Adventure or something. <laughs> no, 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 but but if if it includes DLC, and I can play all The Sims DLC without having to spend like five thousand dollars on it, five thousand. You know, I'll uh, I, I might get it. And, I know. It, you know it, and and if it gives me the newest Madden every year, because that might actually be worth it, yeah. right? I mean, that's sixty dollars a year anyway. Um, and I did like. Dude. Oh, d- what? Imagine, imagine it's pay to play from Madden, and like, you <laughs> when you buy the game, right? It starts out and you get like you're playing as the Patriots and you get like rookie season Tom Brady. Right, still pretty good, but not the best. You know, he's not the goat yet, and everything like that. <clears throat> Doesn't have his team, and then you have to buy like the next generations of Tom Brady. Oh, you have to pay to make him like level up. By level up, you mean age? Yeah, it's like pay twenty four ninety nine to get twenty eighteen Tom Brady. Or how about this? Every season he gets older, and you have to pay to take years off of him. So like, <laughs> if you play. If you play, like, 30 seasons, uh, he's going to be, like, 60 years old. Yeah. Or, like, 50 years old and suck. But you have to get play, like, 20 bucks to make him 30 again. Can you imagine? It's, like... A dollar know, a year press, per player. It's, like, press X to take years off of, like, Tom Brady's uh, life, right? And, and it's, just, it's just Belichick sacrificing goats to Satan. <laughs> yeah. So this is for the good of the game. Good of the game. Um, anyway, I took a swing for going off topic. <laughs> but anywho, so they have this pass. You can get all major titles. Yeah. Apart from that, though, I, let's move on to Microsoft. Because I think Microsoft was interesting. Right. So um, EA, we'll come back to them when they have something better to talk about. As a side note, ground rule for E3 reporting. I don't want to talk about anything personally. I don't think that there's a need to talk about things that were just... I know, but uh, but that were just logos. I don't want to talk about Elder Scrolls just Six. Just kind of hints. Yeah, like like not not even a hint of gameplay, not even a hint of yeah. what they're going for. Just a helmet in the background. Yeah, you know, like if 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 it's just a picture, uh, and and here's the difference I'll put. Okay. Uh, Halo Infinite, I don't want to talk about, it. and that's the first thing in Microsoft's conference. Halo Infinite, don't want to talk about it because it was just kind of. Scenery, and then you see Master Chief's helmet, and it says Halo Infinite. Right. Nothing to talk about. Whereas, I'm okay talking about Gears 5, even though it's only cinematics. Right. Right? Right. Like, that's... I think that even though it's only cinematics, you can see part of the story, and we could... There's something there. Right. But, like, Halo Infinite, nothing to say. I mean, it's it's Halo. Hopefully it'll be good. Who knows? Right. You know. I mean, it's... Did you even play Halo 4? What, what, what was it? Not Halo 4. Which one was the one that was an Xbox One? Dude, I can't... I don't even... There's so, like Halo... There's Halo so, 5, man. Halo I think. Fi- I think it was Halo 5 then. Dude, okay, I'll put it this way. 
I when I saw Halo Infinite, I went to look up Halo and I was like, oh, when was the last Halo game that came out? And I was like, there have been like three Halo games that I just didn't even know of. Yeah. And that's how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Right? Halo, Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo shit. 3. Big games. I knew Halo Reach came out. Didn't play. Yeah. Um, and then they just keep making them, but I just couldn't give a damn. I played all the way up to, I believe it was Halo 4. And, and after that, it just... They let go of the advertising of that franchise because it just wasn't—it wasn't that big anymore, right? Because yeah. Bungie let it go. They started focusing on Destiny, and who picked up Halo? It was somebody else. It was some random. Fucking yeah, I can't remember. Like but... four one nine or some random set of numbers, um, and they seem to have done all right, but they're just shit at advertising what they have. Yeah. I think they could really, really re-own the market. I mean, look at Call of Duty. They've been hanging in there. They've been mighty contenders. They're like George St. Pierre, man. They're like 50 years old, and they're still kicking <laughs> ass. It's like, what the hell? Oh, man. Uh, after Halo Infinite, uh, Ori, Will of the Wisps. I'm excited because it's Ori, and I loved Ori in the Blind Forest. Okay. But it's a platformer. Never it, played Blind Forest. Really? Yeah. Uh, it, I will say that... Oh, you, you're a PS4 guy, right? Yeah. Um, are, are you getting, on there? Are you getting an Xbox One? Yeah, I am. Yeah, uh, get Ori and the Blind Forest. Not too expensive. Uh, you can get the definitive edition for like fifteen bucks. Okay. Um, oh, and side note for the folks at home, I'm getting an Xbox One, so we'll have a little bit more coverage of uh, video games as yeah. we go through. Uh, as side side note, uh, I'm excited about this because there's uh, actually no. We'll make this a quick next topic since we're in Microsoft. Okay. Crossplay. Um, Crossplay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Between uh, Nintendo and Microsoft? I am so excited. Because they, they, they released this big ad campaign about uh, the Better Together together campaign. Yeah. Yeah. About how they're going to be focusing on making their games work together. Right. Um, awesome. Could you imagine? That means that we're going to be... If you have an Xbox One, I'll be able to come over to your house, have my Switch, and play in handheld mode while you play on the TV, and play in the same games. In tandem. Great. Uh, you know, like you play Fortnite. Yeah. Like, that's great. That's dope. Uh, you know, I, I guess we could play Minecraft, but... I guess. Are you a big Minecraft buff and I didn't uh, know it? Yeah. Cha. Okay. But you get the other world, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> In my world, you get to build underground. Oh. <laughs> could you imagine, like, we play for hours, like, days of yeah. game gameplay, but we never see what the other person's working on? I'm only <laughs> underground? Yeah. And the only thing we do is we build a little minecart that we can put... Like, items like and stuff. materials into yeah. and send. You become a folk tale I'm, for I'm like, children. Yeah, I need wood. Send it to the. <laughs> and then you're like, I need gold. Yeah, exactly. And it's going down the things. You're just mining diamonds and gold forever. Yeah, but uh, okay, but back back to topic topic, right. and I'm gonna drink because I think that was really yeah, off topic. I will too. Go ahead. Be you first, and then go on with the topic. Sh Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. I am so stupid excited about of this. Of course game. you would be. You JRPG son. It's not JRPG. I'm just kidding. Do you know what? Do you know what game I'm talking about? I have no idea. Um, it's the new From Software game. Did you see this? No. You didn't see this? It's a uh, so it's picture feudal Japan, like. From software combat, so like Dark Soulsy combat, but you've got a grappling hook that pulls you up in the air. You're shooting it. You're pulling yourself on up to the rafters and falling down with your sword on monsters. 
like big like Japanese demons and stuff. Huh. Um, it looks fucking sweet. That's dope. Yeah, dude, I'm so, I'm actually I couldn't. This was a game. Okay, I I'm gonna lay my cards on the table. I thought that Microsoft had the best E3 press conference this year, and my reasoning isn't because of exclusives. It's because they somehow became the focal point for a lot of games that you normally would have seen at Sony. Mm-hmm. This game being revealed at the Xbox press conference, uh, to me, is a coup. Right. Sony always got... Right? These games, like Dark Souls, always got revealed at Sony. Right. And if you had an Xbox version, you'd be like, look at what Sony has, that PlayStation has. Oh, Xbox is getting it as well. Right. But it's a Sony game. And, nope, revealed at... Microsoft's press conference. So I thought that was cool, but it looks really good. It's coming out. It's going to be on... Uh, it's coming out in 2019. Uh-huh. I mean, what what more can you say? It's going to be... You, what more can you want? Well, yeah. It, I mean... Yeah, it's right around the corner. And I'll tell you, Microsoft was owed one. I think they needed a good E3 for that. I agree. Because well, they haven't had one since when? Like, maybe three years ago. The, the point that, that sticks out to me... It last year at E3 in terms of like bad E3s yeah. recently is they're like the Xbox One X most powerful ever and the first game that comes off is fucking Minecraft yeah. which again like no offense to Minecraft but if I'm showing off the graphical capability of the most powerful console <laughs> ever made Roblox style game yeah, I don't show <laughs> something that I can play on my phone right. you know what I mean yeah. like I'm not like look at how good Scrabulous looks I'm like I'm gonna show something that looks great, and they showed other games, but like, fuck, yeah, <laughs> fucking Minecraft. This is fun. Um, they showed Fallout seventy six, right? Um, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Road, take me home <laughs> to the place. They, I'm sorry. They um. John Denver. John. Anyway. Sunshine on my ass, John Denver. So Fallout 76 has a very interesting concept. That I, and that's been overdone. But I've that's what Fallout said. So I've told you, I, we've talked about this okay. uh, off podcast. I know that you're really excited there about no 76. There is no podcast life. There's a lot of recording, just constantly. It's very hard to find the one hour segment to use as a podcast. It's a lot of like, <laughs> you know, hours of snoring. Yeah, snoring and yeah, okay, go on. Um, we we have a difference of opinions, and I and I think part of it might have to do with the games that we've played. Because I'm a bigger PC gamer than you. Right, I'm a little bit and, country, a little bit of rock and roll. Yeah, but I've played a lot of survival games. I've played a lot of these open world, player driven survival games, and most of them, I think, are garbage for all but like ten people per server. Really? Yeah. It, it's just, especially the multiplayer ones, I think that there's going to be... It's going to be one of these things where you're going to be spending time connecting to a ton of servers, trying to find one <coughs> one that doesn't have snipers pointed at the spawn points. Right. Um, already. While, you know, bigger, like, guilds and things are going to be flooding very specific... You're going to be trying to find one where a guild doesn't completely control the server. Mm-hmm. And while you're doing... And and they're going to have these... And you're going to enter these servers and there's going to be these massive towers and buildings and stuff. 
and just people farming the, the nuclear codes yeah. and, like, having people guarding, you know, treating them like raids right. where they have people guarding the entrance to keep people out. And it's just not going to be... I'm just so worried because of my experiences with, like, Conan Exiles. Uh, you know, Rust, these sort of right. player-driven... Open world. Open world sandbox survival crafting games. Yeah. I'm just so worried about that. And I know you're hyped because it's Bethesda and it's Fallout, and how can you not be? Yeah. Right? How could you not be? Have you seen the gameplay? Yeah. It looks really good. Yeah. It really does. And, and it's in a style that I feel like, yes, you're right. Yes, it's going to be really tough because there's going to be a lot of people who establish themselves well enough that they're they're kind of cheap. But it's the gameplay and the style of the combat is so that I think you can overpower most people, at least with enough tries. Well, to me, it's not about overpowering people. It's not about how good your character is. It's about, I think that there's going to be enough organization. Because I know a lot of like guilds that go from... Uh, different games mm. to different games. Game like, they'll games. go from, like, Rust and they'll they'll be great at Rust. Mm. And, you know, I I was with a group that was doing Conan Exiles and we, like, we just destroyed people. Mm-hmm. And normally what happens is there comes a point where you have you gain access to materials needed to build certain weapons and once you get those weapons there's, like, nothing people can do yeah. on that server. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you start building, like, you know, like, rockets, and all of a sudden, you don't give a shit about, or bombs or something, and you don't give a shit about their buildings anymore, and you just run around blowing people's stuff up. Yeah. And, like, that's not as fun. Right. If it it gets like that, if it gets kind of tedious and monotonous like that, then obviously I'm going to lose kind of the hype for it, but I have to, I have to leave hope. You know, I have to leave hope that it's going to be kind of a kind of a cool little spin on how Fallout actually is. Yeah. Um, the the next kind of... I was actually surprised. Uh, the next big surprise to me and Microsoft... Um, um, you know, they show a couple other things. The Adventure... Uh, the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which was a uh, Square Enix game in the Life, Life is Strange universe. Right. I don't know anything about that. I'm, I don't care about Crackdown. I think I, whenever people talk about it, I always get people who talk as if Crackdown is this big, great game series. You know, I could give a shit about Crackdown. I heard it was really fun. I heard it was really fun, but like, it just to me, it's lost in a bunch of games that are the exact same thing and also really fun. And maybe I'm completely wrong. Right. Maybe I just have it's. Maybe I just don't understand it and like don't understand what it is and what it does differently. Right. But to me, it looks like. Every other game from that, like every, it looks to me like, uh, like a more generic Gears of War, and Gears of War is kind of generic. That's true. You know, so maybe it isn't. Maybe I just missed something. But I'm not excited about Crack Crackdown Three that much. They announced Near Automata or, or Automata uh, Become Gods Edition. Couldn't care. It's just a definitive edition of a good game. Uh, do you know anything about the Metro series? A little bit, like Dying Light or whatever. Yeah, well, they just... They, they, it's it's kind of like Dying Light. Yeah? A lot, right? Have you played it? I've No, I haven't played Dying it's Light. It's a lot like that. It's a lot like that kind of um, um, 
castrate me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure when I played Metro, um, it's like, it was called like Metro. It's like a number, Light right? Or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And and uh, <clears throat> or uh, the new one's Exodus, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the one coming out. Yeah. Uh, that uh, they ju- that they announced uh, February 2019. It's very much like uh, Dead Island. But by the way, talk about tough competition. Guess what's coming out? It's coming out February twenty second, mm. twenty nineteen. What? Guess what else is coming out February twenty second, twenty nineteen? You. Well, I'm coming happy, out. Happy Pride Month, everybody! Ow. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> go on. Uh, keeping the kids. So, two other games come out that day, the exact day. Days Gone, mm-hmm. which is tough competition. Anthem. Oh, Anthem. Yep. I forgot about that game. Uh, that was in the EA one, but they just didn't show... I don't know, it just... I EA managed to deflate every bit of hype they possibly could. It's like it was... They were a strategic missile strike to deflate hype. Fair. You know, it just bored me. Right. Um, but, yeah, so that, that game's coming out. There's going to be uh, uh, weapon customization. They kind of featured that. Right. Kingdom Hearts 3... When Got you walk away, you won't hear me say, Please, oh baby, don't go. Simple and clean is the way that you'll make it. I'm sorry. How, how, much, how much of that can I sing before we get sued? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, go on. Do you remember that song? That might bring us a... I mean, we would just cut out that segment and get a ton of viewers. It would be amazing. Oh yeah, dude. It would be amazing. <laughs> Um, so, Kingdom Hearts 3 first gets featured, and, and again, you know, I told you with, uh, Sekiro, these are the things normally shown at the Sony press conference. Right. Kingdom Hearts 3 gets shown, gets first, this trailer, first shown Xbox press conference. Hmm. And, and gets featured in a big way, which is, which Xbox normally only shows, like, generic shooters and connectimals, so you know? So, question, do you think... Microsoft encroached on other people's territories in order to become more of a staple. I think they are. Okay, so I think a lot of people were kind of thinking the Xbox One might be Microsoft's last console. Right. Um, I, I know that I've heard those rumors going around. Microsoft this year, to me, put their foot down and said, no, we're in it. We're doubling down on video God games. God damn it. Yeah. Bill Gates is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think that they basically put their foot down this E three and said, Hey, we're we're in this. Yeah. We're gonna we're staying around. Then they they did uh, mention that they're making a new console. There's mm-hmm. gonna be a next gen after the Xbox One X. Um, there's like an actual next gen coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, great. Uh, you know, uh, Microsoft to me has been so much better in recent years. Right. Um, you know, when the Xbox One got released, they got so much flack for a lot of the bullshit that they did right like uh having to register games online they announced that that was a thing it was a lot of you remember that you remember that whole campaign that i'm gonna drink for this but you remember that whole campaign that uh that so uh that playstation had about sharing video games where they had that whole big thing where microsoft was like now you can only share video games with your circle you know and they're like talking about this whole like community thing that microsoft was gonna unveil yeah. It's like a community circle, and whoever's in your circle can play your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so, <laughs> PlayStation came out. If anybody remembers it, or you should YouTube it, it's hilarious. 
uh, YouTube PlayStation How to Share a Video Game. <laughs> and it's an old-timey, like, video of, like, hi, you know, we're this guy and this guy from, uh, from you know, PlayStation. We're going to show you how to share a video game, right? And it's old-timey, and they show, like, step one, buy a video game. Step two, give to friend. And it shows him giving them to his friend. Yeah, yeah. Step three, accomplished. <laughs> and they just shake their hands. And they're like, no need for unnecessary downloads. But it, it was it was pretty, uh, pretty much a stat. So... Do you know, it's funny, because you're joking about that. Uh, Microsoft and... and uh, We were talking about the, the cross-play. Microsoft and, and Nintendo did the same thing to Sony, though. This time around. It's like Sony yeah. got too big for their britches. Mm-hmm. And, and now, you know... Now they're coming back... Now, every, now they're sitting in their own shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like... Because uh, the the Nintendo and Microsoft just came out with this better together uh, advertising campaign, a joint advertising venture, which is rare in the gaming world today for right. two companies. I get the feeling that Microsoft sees it as we're ne- Microsoft sees it personally as, hey, we're never getting in the mobile market. Right. Let's treat the Switch as our mobile console. Okay. Let's treat it as you know they aren't a threat to us. Right. Because there's not a lot of overlap in what people are buying. Let's make it so that you can... Like, it's better for us to be the home console for a Switch owner than not a console. And imagine bouncing off of that kind of hype. Like, imagine having a friend at home who has a Wii. Yeah. And and you you are... To Switch. Who cares? They're all the Wii, okay? They're all the Wii. I know, I went back for a minute because I was thinking about sharing games with my friends. And I was like, what era is it? Anyway, let's say, right, your friend at home has a Switch. You at home have an Xbox One, you know? And you don't really buy much accessories. And, dude, Nintendo people accessorize the fuck out of their shit. Oh, my God. It's it's nuts. What the fuck's an Amiibo? Oh, God. But anyway, um, so by the way, uh, we're in the middle of the Microsoft press conference. We're only like a couple games in. Uh-huh. I am going to read you really fast because I have the list in front of me of the order, everything that got announced at Microsoft's press conference. Okay, uh-huh. Microsoft, and and just in order. So we've got to Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, sea of Thieves is getting new DLC. Battlefield 5. Forza Horizon 4 gets debuted. Uh, Microsoft buys uh, five studios and creates one. We Happy Few. Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Tales of Vesperia. The Division 2 gets announced. Uh, new games added to the Microsoft Game Pass. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. New gameplay trailer. Session, a new skateboarder game, skateboarding game, uh, debuts. Black Desert Online coming to Xbox. Devil May Cry 5. Uh, Debuts in Microsoft's press conference. Cuphead, yeah, Cuphead gets new DLC. Tunic uh, gets announced. Jump Force gets announced. Uh, the 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 anime crossover game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dying Light Two gets a uh, gets a trailer Blue. shown. Uh, Battle There's a new Battletoads game. Just Cause Four gets announced. Gears Pop bring- gets hey, announced. Hey, 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 how come they're coming out with a Just Cause? Just cause. <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, Gears Pop gets announced. Gears Tactics. Gears Five gets announced. Uh, it has a story trailer. Um, 
Microsoft announces that they have a division developing AI for specifically for games. Uh, they're focusing on having a streaming network to stream games to all devices. Uh, cyber, and then it ends with Cyberpunk 2077. What a big fucking thing, man! Holy shit! That is so many games. And what a game to end on, Cyberpunk. Oh god! That that game they did it right because now you're wondering. Now you're fucking like, huh? What can you do? You know, you, you know what's the, the funny thing is, what I, is that? I don't wonder too much because I so trust CD Projekt Red. Yeah. They, it's like every game that CD Projekt Red has produced, and by every game I mean the Witcher series, because it's, those are the games they've produced. Yeah. But all three Witcher series have been, for their time, great games. Right. I don't, I don't think you can go back and play The Witcher 1 and think it's a great game anymore. But at the time it was a great game. And I still think it's it's you sh if you know if you want to go play it you by all means I think The Witcher Two holds up better and The Witcher Three is it is probably in my top five games of all time. The Witcher Three is a master because I played it I played it for for a little bit I saw them beating it but I I never played the first two Witchers. The Witcher The Witcher Three has so many little refinement things that go on but the, it's so amazing the depth of that world yeah the number of people that you'll talk to and. The thing that always gets me is there are certain people that you can even do quests for, and they're, it's like, you know, like the mayors of towns. But if you do this side quest, you find out that they've been, like, peddling children to witches in the swamp yeah. and stuff, and you're like, holy shit! And then you have to go kill them or something? <laughs> and you're like, what? And if you never did that side quest, they would just be there giving you quest, like, the, the you know, they'd just be yeah. around. Yeah. The, the depth of the world and the amount that it feels like everyone has like multiple layers even these like shitty little NPCs and these backwoods villages have full-fledged backstories awesome and and if anyone's gonna do cyberpunk right it's gonna be CD Projekt Red I'm so, I can I but again this is a game I thought would be announced at a PlayStation e3 yeah right I mean th doesn't this feel like these type of yeah. high budget kind of experimental it's very like beyond human like what's that what's that fucking android game or you are an android yeah uh yeah yeah that's what it is detroit detroit beyond human. being human or something yeah beyond or yeah something like that anyway it's like one of those games where you figure like oh it's kind of like it's more of like the in-depth kind of blu-ray-ish high den high high density yeah <laughs> uh, uh, high, high definition kind of kind of gameplay and kind of look you don't expect that out of Microsoft because they're mostly like the Halo and yeah. you know, kind of the, that uh, fucking uh, Dead Rising kind of shit. Uh, yeah, again, I expected this to appear during uh, yeah. during either the PC yeah. one or uh, or Sony. Right. I didn't expect this out of Microsoft because uh, again, Microsoft doesn't get these games; they just don't normally, and and they seem to, and Devil May Cry Five. Has all when I think Devil May Cry, I think the Sony PlayStation. Right. 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 Devil May Cry Five debuts at Microsoft. I actually think that this is a big coup of a conference to show that these developers are supporting, or that, that Xbox recognizes that these games that they aren't known for, these styles, that they need them. Right. You know, they don't need to be because, uh, not to offend any big Xbox fans, but. Microsoft tends to focus on kind of I 
don't want to say lowest common denominator, but like very like like only games that only game styles that would be popular. Right. Shooters, like games that they know are going to be hits, and Sony is the one that gets on limbs and supports <laughs> more niche yeah. titles. This is Microsoft supporting niche titles, yeah. and it's it's them saying, "Hey, look, we see you." Uh, you know, we see you, these kind of third-person action, yeah. story-driven games. We see you. We, we get and it. And you know what? All they need now is their Naughty Dog. They just need a version of their Naughty Dog. Because yeah. that's what came out for PlayStation. Is like PlayStation came out with that revamp, and the Naughty Dog was like, Hey, remember we made that Crash Bandicoot game? <laughs> All right, listen. I have an idea. It's called Uncharted. <laughs> sit, sit the fuck down, right? And then, and then, Last of Us, and all these different really cool looking games. And but, it's like, but again, part of this was saying that they purchased a bunch of land in Ohio. <laughs> purchased a bunch of studios. Uh, um, so they Ohio. they purchased uh, Playground Games, who makes the Forza series. That's now Microsoft Ooh. exclusive. They own Forza now. That's huge. Uh, they purchased Ninja Theory, who produced Hellblade. They purchased uh, Compulsion Games, which produced We Happy Few. They can purchase Undead, Undead Labs, State of Decay. Shit. So they now own the State of Decay developers. And they created a new studio called The Initiative, which they didn't say what they were producing, but that, that this was a new exclusive studio. So that's... Uh, and then the other one was... No, those are the five. So they have five studios now producing Microsoft platform exclusives. Okay. Which... Okay. Yeah. Great. Awesome. You know, like the and again, it's it just seems like they 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 looked at the Xbox One because the Xbox One is actually a pretty good console, yeah. but just didn't ever get those exclusives. It didn't right. have its Naughty Dog. It didn't have those games that you that you or, or you know, like Nintendo has the benefit of being its own best publisher. Exactly. You know, Nintendo, its own best developer. Right. All Nintendo will always sell a bunch because they're going to produce a Zelda, they're going to produce a Mario, they're going to produce a Mario Party, a Smash Brothers. Yeah. A, uh, now, now that it's a hybrid, a Pokemon, and they're going to sell. That's going to sell consoles. Right. Just like they always fucking do. Yeah. You know. That's a fucking. Matter. You you. It's like if you like Nintendo, then you you accept. That you have to buy a Nintendo console to get Nintendo games. Well, Nintendo just tapped the root of a fucking tree that'll never die, and that's the family tree, dude. That, like, Nintendo is always going to be the the, the, the what? first console that lands in a preacher's home. Well, I also no, no, so I also think that Nintendo has the benefit of they give big budget money to titles that no one to to genres yeah. that no one else will. Yeah. Like, uh, the kart racing genre. Yeah. God, no one gives a shit about kart racing. If, if anything, it's a secondary game that they give yeah. they give their scraps of money to whatever's left over. Yeah. But Nintendo is willing to say, you know what? We're going to produce a AAA Mario Kart game. Every console. Platforming. 3D platformers. Most people are, have moved beyond that. But Nintendo says, you know what? We're going to give big budget titles and make Mario Odyssey. Yeah. And, like, that's that was a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Let's mix it up and make fucking Ra what Mario Raving Rabbids. And oh yeah, Mario Rabbit. Fucking... Well, that was Ubisoft. That was Ubisoft that did that. Oh really? Yeah, they they actually let Ubisoft make a Mario game. Wow. Which is like Ubisoft. Um, well, we'll we'll get into Ubisoft's crossovers in a minute because <laughs> we actually have something to say. But Microsoft was pretty good. But I think we should move on. Okay. I think we need to get on to the yeah. next one. Yeah. Um, the last thing I'll say about Microsoft is I'm happy they're making another push. 
But if history repeats itself, it's only a matter of time before they, they end up falling back again. So I'm, what I'm hoping is that this is the new era. I want it to go back to how I was like in middle school, where everybody fucking owned an Xbox. I would love that. I love yeah. my PlayStation, don't get me wrong, but I do miss Halo. I, I haven't played it in a long time. Yeah, I agree. I hope Halo Infinite actually is something... I hope it gives me the same feeling Halo 3 did. Yeah. Um... Next is Bethesda. Bethesda didn't have a lot to show me Fallout that I cared 76. about. Fallout seventy six. Yeah. Well, we talked still about not enough. We, still not enough. Uh, we talked about Fallout seventy six. Rage two is what they opened with. Right. I to me, Rage two is a wait and see game. Rage two electric boogaloo. Yeah, I, I want to see. I, there's there's a lot to like, but there's also a lot that. So fun fun fact. Um, the company that's making Rage two. This better be fun. Um. It made Mad Max. They made the Mad Max games. And Rage 2 looks like a stark departure from the first Rage game. It doesn't right. look similar. And it, in my mind, maybe it could have. Maybe they were making a Mad Max game. And they got. Like, they, their publisher just was like, oh, we don't want to make this. And Bethesda was like, let's do this. Yeah. Let's just jump in it. I yeah. mean, why not? At this point. What does Bethesda have to lose by tackling another genre? Yeah. People already love them. They're the fucking... Right now, they're the fucking queen of... of uh, and, and by queen, I mean Bohemian Rhapsody queen. They're the queen of the industry right now. They're just... They're heavy hitters, and each thing that they've come out with so far has been really fucking good, down to their mobile games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um they they announced they had two teaser teaser the most teaser of trailers ever teaser, uh, that teaser, we won't we'll just acknowledge them because we there's nothing to say uh, Starfield is a sci-fi game they're making it's their first new IP mm -hmm. in in like ten years or something like that nice. it's been a long time uh, Elder Scrolls Six got oh. a got a splash screen who cares boring God. yeah uh, <laughs> Fallout Shelter got mentioned uh, they kind of went into set. Fallout 76, but we've talked about right. that. Well, Fallout Shelter, the whole thing was that you can play it on any console now, right? Yeah. It was good to see them still still supporting Prey. Um, yeah. That's cool. Doom Eternal got a splash screen. Cool. Keep making... I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually very excited about that. Doom is a game that needed a sequel. It, uh, and, and, and it was... They did such a good job with it that if they... It seems like they finally listened to some people and said, you know what, this is what people want in a Doom game. Right. Like, id finally um, listened and stopped trying to make them these big, cinematic, story-focused games. Right. My favorite, my favorite part in uh, Doom is that someone starts to try and give you story, yeah. and you break the fucking com com uh, computer monitor that the guy's talking to you on, right. and you just start killing shit. You just start killing shit? Yeah. Um. Okay. 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 I really don't see any issue with this video game. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just think that I think they're going to do a job. I, it has shown that they've they've been listening to people. It is. I think. I feel like it is my inner conscience. It, it is my. <laughs> they make these games where you just go around slaughtering shit. Well, it's just so cathartic. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Um. Elder, uh, they they announced Elder Scrolls Blades. Um, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm a, no, well, no, I'm I'm actually very excited about it, but uh, I want to know when it's going to come out. 
Um, but it's uh, so that what they what they announced is that Elder Scrolls Blades is going to be an Elder Scrolls RPG that they want to bring to every platform they can. So it's going to be a phone game, but you're going to be able to play it on console mm-hmm. and computer right. and phone and you know smoke signal everything. Build, build your own adventure book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's like every time you make a choice, you have to press a button on your computer and log your choice. Uh, press, go to page 16 to go to uh, Urkolg, Brong, Urkolg's fine wares in Imperial City. <laughs> You're like flipping. Anyway, interesting. Okay, so yeah, anything th- else? That's about it for Bethesda. That's about it? Okay, what's next? Uh, Square Enix. Square Enix. More like Square Onyx. Okay, I was... This was my most... I'm going to come out. This was my most disappointing press conference. EA, I thought, was the worst press conference. This is my most disappointing because Square comes out and goes, Hey, it's been years. New press conference. They come out. They show Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Final Fantasy XIV Online. Ugh. Okay, fine. Uh, There's going to be a Monster Hunter crossover. Whatever, uh, for a crossover with what? Final Fantasy fourteen. Really? Yeah, but like that's not. I mean, it's just gonna probably be costumes and shit, or like a quest line. Yeah, Whatever, like fine. Uh, they reshow the adventure, awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Dragon Quest eleven gets um, a date that's in September, cool. which is fine. But we knew that was coming. That's been we, that's been announced for years and years and years and years. Babylon's Fall is a new Platinum's game, but we it's only a splash screen, okay. so we don't know anything. But it's by Platinum Games, and the last time they teamed up, they made Near Automata, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be a great game. I never played it, actually, but it's supposed to be great. So, okay, great, but we don't see anything. Um, more about Octopath Traveler, okay. um, which I'm excited about. That's a Switch-exclusive we JRPG. We talked about that a little bit last episode. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about, but still, we knew about it. It got a... It already had a date, so... Like, there's not much being revealed here. Right. Um, Just Cause 4 gets, uh, gets announced. Uh, or, not announced, sorry. Just Cause 4 gets a new trailer shown. Um, but it already had a date announced as December 4th. Right. So, it's, that's coming up. Um, The Quiet Man... Uh, which I didn't, don't actually remember. Right. And then Kingdom Hearts 3, it's almost ex- the exact same trailer as the Microsoft press conference. As the Microsoft, right. And I already did the simple and clean uh, karaoke cover, so I'm sorry, folks. That's all, that's all you get. Yeah, but of this, n- nothing was a reveal. Not really. It's all stuff we already knew. And, that, and that, there's no point of holding a press conference at that point, I feel but, like. But that's the thing. You don't come out and say, hey... First press conference in years, and then come out in like, and go, did you see the Microsoft press conference? Huh? Huh? That. Take and then move a on. quarter of it, us. And uh, you know what, dude? It's like, it's like if I made scones, right? And I'm advertising my scone making abilities, and I passed out samples of blueberry scones, right? Yeah. And you're like, man, these scones are great. And, and I open up my shop, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to go get, you know, try out some other scones, right? Yeah. And the blueberries were great, and you can't, pecan scones, right? And you go in there, I only serve blueberries. <laughs> only blueberry scones. It's already what you tried, for free. 
They yeah. A lot of business. That's all I'm saying. They need more scones. Yeah. More games. I'm sorry. I'm just really hungry, guys. Anyway, as we're going... Scones. Scones. Is that it? Is that not for Square Enix? That's it for Square. And that's why it's so disappointing. I was I was expecting there to be some meaty Not even new... an announcement about like Final Fantasy VII or... Yeah, no Final Fantasy VII remake mentioned. I, I assumed when they came out, they were going to show not just a teaser trailer. I thought they were going to show gameplay. I thought they were too. Of FF7 remake. I thought they were going to give us a release date. I Honestly, it wouldn't have surprised me... I was I, I allowed my mind to race by this press conference occurring. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they'd announce a remake series. You know what FF eight needs a remake as well. Yeah. Absolutely. With with modern H D graphics. Have you ever seen that game not recently? It with looks Squall? Yeah, it yeah. looks like wet hot garbage. <laughs> okay? Like you, it it must be what Remember when you were a kid and someone showed you a picture of what the Atari 2600 games looked like? And you were like, what the fuck? How did people deal with that? I tried to replay Final Fantasy VIII and, oh man, I remember thinking that game had the best graphics I'd ever seen. And there are times where your face is just pixels. Like when they have you far away on the screen, it's it's just garbage. You're just garbage pixels. Oh, I've seen it. I've played it. Yeah. I love the story. And there's this beautiful pre-rendered background, and then there's garbage pixel man running across running it. Running across it, yeah, in just shitty fashion. Yeah, uh, with his gun blade. Gun Get the blade. The fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Even nine had better graphics than that. Yeah, um, but that's it for Square Enix. Um, next up, let's talk about Ubisoft. Um, Ubisoft to me. Ubisoft. It, I don't know. I'm going to call it Ubisoft, because that's what I want to call it. Okay. <laughs> but, um... Ubersoft. Okay. What, what do they got? But, well, to me, uh, Microsoft and Ubisoft had the biggest turnarounds over the past five years. Okay. Because both of them, I would say five years ago, I thought of as shitty, DLC-mongering corporate companies. <laughs> and over the past five years, it's like they've slowly been like, you know what? We, you can't survive by by only listening to your accountants. Mm. You have to listen to the gamers, and you have to listen to the developers, and produce games people want to play. Exactly. And I think that uh, I think they've done a good job. Uh, let we'll we'll start off. Um, they showed some gameplay for Beyond Good and Even Evil Two pre-alpha gameplay. Yeah. Talk about I, a game that's like a million years in the making, dude. Yeah, it's kind of. It's kind of interesting. I want to know what they're going to do with it. Because it's one of those games... Beyond Good and Evil, to me, is one of those games that existed in a time where the graphics weren't good enough yet to feel like an ultra-realistic game. Right. So they allowed it to be a little bit more arcade Yeah, cartoony, arcade kind of thing. Yeah, and so... I wonder how they're going to translate that to a modern game with hyper-realistic graphics. Well, that's why Beca- I'm kind of excited. Yeah, oh, no, no, I, I, I absolutely agree. I wonder if they're going to keep some of those more arcade elements. Because mm-hmm. um, games from that time just have that arcadiness where, like, you go up and you press A at something, and it just happens. Right. You know, like, you don't, like, actually reach out and press the button to the door, mm-hmm. or those sort of things. And you can kind of... There's, like, a pace of games 
from from those like late nineties, early two thousands, right? Where like you move pretty fast and like it's it's pretty seamless, but there's a lot of like still ima- your own imagination occurring right. as to what's actually happening. Right. I want to see how they translate it into a game into a modern generation where when you scan something, they expect to see like a little scanning laser yeah. come out and do stuff. You know, yeah. I want to see what what they do. So, I mean, I think that's interesting. They they showed that they're still supporting uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Great. Why not? Um, they showed a dirt bike game called Trials Rising. Dude, Trials is amazing. You've never played Trials? No. You download it on your freaking phone right freaking now. It is an amazing game, and you will burn hours on it. Really? It is so fun, dude. So you're actually really hyped about the new one coming out? I'm super hyped about Trials. Trials was such a time burner for me. It was so addicting to play. Almost as addicting as Fallout Shelter for me. Just because the customizability of that game, how the graphics, the ragdoll physics is just so simple. The simplicity of the game is just so excellent. Uh, second to none to Golf Story. You know, and... and well, uh, we... I will say the biggest disappointment, no Golf Story 2. You know what? It's because we're not ready. We don't deserve it yet. As a, as a society, we are not stable enough for Golf Story 2. We need to repent for our lack of investment in Golf Story 1. Seriously. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but but Trials is just so fun. I know I'm hyping this up a lot, but Trials has been around for a while, and they've been a heavy contender, especially in like the mobile market. But... Um, even their console games are just so fun. And they're good for a good laugh, too, with the ragdoll physics and whatnot, of course. But that's all i got to say about <laughs> that. It's, uh, a good, it's a good game. Get it on your phone. They have a Trials uh, phone uh, phone game that's very in-depth, has a good story. You can uh, you can register, by the way, for the Trials Rising closed beta. Ooh, Ooh, I might do that. Um, then they talked about the Division 2. Uh, the Division 2... Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Everything 2 is Electric Boogaloo. Well, duh. What else would you name it? But go on. Um, they announced it's going to be in the D.C. area. They showed some stuff. There's a there's a beta you can sign up for. Um, I'm, not, I'm pretty excited about the Division 2. I like the Division enough Yeah. Uh, to see where they go with it. And I think that Ubisoft... Remember I said like five years ago... They were corporate assholes who right. like shat out mediocre games and printed money. Right. Um, and then recently they've been producing good games. Right. I want to say I, I think that the Division One is five year ago Ubisoft, and the Division Two will be modern Ubisoft. So I'm actually pretty excited because because again every game like I, Assassin's Creed Origins was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I want to see what they and I think Mario Plus Rabbids was fun, and they seem to be doing more stuff. That's fun. Yeah. Um, they announced DLC for Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Or not announced, but they, they showed off the the Donkey Kong DLC. Fine. Cool. DLC, it is. Skull and Bones. How do you feel about Skull and Bones? I don't know much about it. It is in the Indian Ocean. It's a pirate ship combat game. A pirate ship combat game? Yeah. So kind of like Sea of Thieves? Yes. Very much like Sea of Thieves. I have no feelings because Sea of Thieves so burned me out on that because I got Sea of Thieves. I played it and to me, Sea of Thieves feels like an early access game. Joe, I just feel like if you were a little better at Sea of Thieves, you would have a different outlook on Sea of Thieves. (laughs) 
I think you just got Shanghai. I think if I think if you had played Sea of Thieves, you would understand <laughs> what I'm feeling. Okay. Um, uh, but it just it just felt to me like a game that needed. So if if everything that was in that game existed as side quests to like some sort of greater thing that was going on, right? And like there was a bigger c- central quest line, yeah, or like bigger central thing to do, then it'd be it'd be one of the best games of all time. Sure, but it's only the side quest. Like, could you imagine if there was no story to GTA right. Five? It was just playing tennis. And, like, doing those, like, side little things that yeah, you do. taking your son to fucking practice or something. Yeah, well, it's just, like, you drive around and there are all these little quests kind of about, but there's no story. You would be flummoxed. Yeah, you'd it would be, be so bored. It would be fun, but you'd be bored while having fun, yeah. if that makes sense. It you'd does. be, like... Because you'd be having fun with the mechanic, but there's no reward structure, really. It's just yeah. shit. Yeah, and you just be like, oh, okay, well, I guess I can keep doing this. Like, you're like, I paid the money, I guess I should keep playing. I guess I should play more. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're going to improve on the system, I bet you. And pretty soon... Well, th- this is a new game, so hopefully it'll just be better. Yeah, hopefully. Then hopefully it'll just, they just won't make the same mistakes as Sea of Thieves. They did announce that there are NPC ships. Uh, there are... There's going to be a storyline and a story story quest that exists within the multiplayer which right. they haven't said how that's going to work I don't know it um I don't know I have nothing to say about it but besides <laughs> it's it's I I, I want to I want it to be good but I am so cautious because of Sea of Thieves I know um a game came on uh, it came up called Transference and it is a first-person thriller puzzle game um, with Elijah Wood as the creative director. <laughs> well, I love it! Wilfred? Wilfred? Right? <laughs> or, okay. or Frodo? Yeah, Elijah Wood is a weird dude, and I love him for that. I, I don't... I never want him to change. He... I, I love that guy. He was one of the creative minds behind uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Really? Yeah. That's a really good movie. Yeah. He came up with the concept that, like, Jim Carrey, when he, like, grabs him by the shoulder and tries to turn him around and it keeps being the back of his head, because Jim Carrey only dreamed the back of his head, so he couldn't see Elijah Wood's face. Uh, did you ever watch that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know the exact you know, scene the you're scene. talking about. Yeah. The, I actually he, know the scene. He thought of that. He thought of that, like, scene. He was like, would it be weird if, like... Where, while his memories getting deleted, he can't yeah. remember the guy anymore. Yeah. So it's just the back of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's a great movie. Anyway, so he was one of the creative directors behind that too, and he like I, I trust him with a game. Okay, the next game I want to talk about, I actually do. Starlink Battle for Atlas. Okay. Now this is a toys to life game. It's it's like one of those uh, like toy soldiers or small soldiers. Well, no, it's remember Skylanders. Yes. In those games, uh, remember like a billion of them came out one yeah. one at a time. Um. It's the most cumbersome-looking controller you've ever seen. You get this thing that attaches to your Switch or PS4 controller that you put a toy spaceship on and slot a pilot into, and then you can add weapons 
to the wings. That's amazing. And you can switch out the weapons in real time. Wow. Now, apparently, once you've put the toy on, or, or you can buy everything through a digital store. Right. Um, you don't have to buy the toys. Um, you have it permanently. Okay. And you can just, and you, like, when you're playing on the, you know, you don't have to have the toy out to do. You can just, like, press a button and go, like, oh, outfit my ship and whatever I want. Yeah. It's just that, that it, you can buy the toys if you want. Okay. And it has this cool thing where you can start off in space, and you're in a you're in a uh, star system that has like seven planets or some some number of planets to it. Right. But you can fly in down to the planet from space yeah. seamlessly, like start in space, go right. go to the planet, fly around the planet, and then you can go down to like ground level and oh. like skim the surface. That's dope. And the apparently the way that they announced it is that things will always be happening on the planets so like if you ignore one planet mm. then the aliens you're fighting will just take the place fucking over wow um and then you'll have it'll be harder to deal with it later while uh if you just kind of spend equal time you might not completely eradicate the aliens you're fighting all on one planet right now the thing that gets me though okay. the, the reason i'm interested the, the the moment that they got me yeah the Switch version, version, when you buy the starter pack that has toys with it and stuff, mm. they announced that the starting ship for the Switch version, uh. version and one of the starting pilots you get is Fox McCloud <laughs> in an R-Wing. That's amazing. That's so fucking awesome. That's cool. And that if you have no weapons equipped to it, he fires the standard Star Fox lasers. That's and that the R wing will get the barrel roll maneuver to deflect things. Oh, that's and cool. it's just, I'm like, okay, fine. This is my Star Fox game for Switch now. Yeah. That's the way I'm thinking about. It. That's in my head. It's it's now Star Fox. I don't give a shit about any of the other toys. <laughs> I'm gonna beat it as Foxman Cloud yeah. with the with the standard lasers. Fire! That's all but, you need. But now I now I'm invested. Now I'm gonna get it. I'm yeah. gonna buy the game. That's good. Um, That's and probably why they am. Now it's for PS4. PS4 will not get Fox and Cloud. No. Will not get the R. Switch exclusive. Because it's, yeah, because it's Nintendo. Um, yeah, but this is a but no no this is Ubisoft making it. Yeah, but still. But, oh yeah, but it's on yeah the Nintendo platform. Yeah. Um, actually, pretty hype. Like for sure, yeah. no I'm lie. Be excited to see this. Yeah. No lie, pretty hype. I'm gonna be excited to see it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, it's, I just, I just want to fly around my R-Wing. I want it to be a good Star Fox game. And right. to be honest, this is what I think a Star Fox could be. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's what I want future Star Foxes to be. It's to be these more open, I bet they could be more open experiences. 100%. Yeah. You know? I think so too. Um. Who else we got? Uh, do you do you want to talk about For Honor the Crew too? Not really. I, I mean, not really. Honestly, as as more information develops for For Honor, definitely. But I don't know enough about it yet to really go into depth. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a new. So the one thing they did announce for For Honor that's interesting is that the character. You know how the different there are different classes in For Honor, right? They're going to give them personalities and characters. They're going to be named characters. That's cool. Yeah, so it's going to be... It's basically them, like, saying, you know what, now we're Overwatch. <laughs> just, just so far after the fact. We Overwatch now. Nice. That's like Paladins. We're, uh, we're Fortnite now. Yeah, well... Anything? Overwatch isn't working. 
Fortnite. Fortnite, let's do it. Okay. Um, and then next, the and then final game for Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Um, it has a pretty quick release date, October fifth. Um, my birthday. Really? Mr. Jolarika's birthday here. Dude, so we're we playing that all night on your I birthday. Do I. We're gonna. You know what? I'm gonna go out, out on a limb and say, why don't we set a goal here? Okay. If we don't meet this goal, you and I have to get through a bottle together. But let's live stream on my birthday. Or near my birthday. Oh my god. Can we... Okay, I, I have a rule. Okay. Every time they make a... Because for, for those who don't know, I majored in uh, classics. So I have a pretty good idea of Roman history right. and Greek mythology and, and Roman mythology right. and those sort of things. Argonaut style. Every time they... Do something Greek mythology related. That's inaccurate. That's inaccurate. We take a shot. I dig it. And we play through Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I like it. Oh man. Perfect. Oh man, I'm ready? so excited. Let's do the let's do the loud handshake on that. Yes. Ow, 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 ow. I was slapping his hand. Yes. In my ass. But Ooh, <laughs> wow. ow, ow, ow. Anyways. <laughs> Sounds good. I, I would be excited. I would be excited to stream because I'm definitely gonna get it. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm probably gonna pre order it. Dude, I'm 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 stoked too. You can uh, they they announced that there's gonna be land and sea, as well. Nice. So you're gonna be able to get your triremes, quinteremes. Would you be able to bring men on the sea with you? Some seamen. Seamen. Uh, will you be able to play the game Seaman from that was on the Dreamcast? Do you remember that game? No. Okay, Seaman was a game where you had a microphone and you had to talk to this eerie looking. Tadpole man, like I it had remember. A, it had yeah. a human face and a tadpole body, and it was sassy and talked to you. Fuck that game. Yeah, ooh, ooh. it makes me fuck? makes me feel dirty thinking about I it. I remember that game. Um, next up is Sony, and Sony, Sony focused on a very few games. Uh, they opened with Last of Us Part Two. Last of Us Part Two. I was so excited until my brain kicked in and I realized that everything was a pre-rendered animation mm -hmm. and that none of it was going to make it into the final game. Yeah, most likely none of it was actually going to appear. Yeah, it's not gameplay. It just wasn't. I mean, it was made to look like gameplay and it hurts me so bad for them to waste this opportunity to show us because they didn't have to show us this. Uh, my problem is they didn't have shows that they could show us what the gameplay actually would have looked like in that time. Right. And I bet it would have still been great. Sure. You know? Yeah. And yet they show us this trailer that's so over the top with perfect animations. Right. And my problem with those sort of animations, like those sort of death animations, those, those things, the number of animations you have to do per person per death. Yeah is astronomical to make it look like that. Right. It's not possible. It's not It's not likely. Look, I, I plan on holding my reservations until I actually see some gameplay. Yeah, but that's that's but that's but my thing is that they passed it off as gameplay. It, that's the thing that pisses me off yeah. is that they, they could have shown us just gameplay that was realistic right. and I still probably would have been blown away and happy but I, instead we get this trailer that's just more of the same. I don't need story trailer anymore. Right. I want to see what the game looks like, you know? Yeah, true. Um, I agree. But, 
you know, we'll see. It's kind of one of those you gotta you gotta be part of that famous Native American tribe, the wait and see tribe. The wait and see. Because you, you really gotta just wait and see. I mean, see what what they're gonna deliver to us. Because so far it's been pretty much staple what it was. You can kind of guess what the game's gonna look like just by playing the predecessors. But I don't know. You never know. They might pull something new. Um. Next, the show Ghosts of Tsushima. We talked a little bit about that last podcast. I'm excited. Um, it looks like a game where someone burned down your village, you're the last surviving person, and you kill people. Last of the Mohicans, baby. Yeah. You never get tired of a game like that. Looks cool. Um, so, I, but for everyone who doesn't know, I'm looking at a list of the games that were talked about. Right. And there's a next game called Control, and it was so inconsequential to me that I don't remember anything about it. We're skipping it. Skipping. Resident Evil 2 Remake. Woo! Finally. Actually excited. Super excited. It's going to be a huge revamp for Resident Evil fans all over. It's going to be... I'm personally excited because Resident Evil 7... Don't get me wrong. Resident Evil 7, an amazing game. Yeah. But it was not Resident Evil. It's not what they were trying to do. If you paid attention all along, Resident Evil 4, starting there, and going into 5 and 6... They, they were trying so hard in Revelations and all these different games for that over-the-shoulder shooter. Not that yeah. first-person thing. The first-person thing was just for Resident Evil to try out, and it was ch- kind of using an engine that was cool and new but not being used, you know? And it, it was a very good game for it. Do you... Okay. So, he, this is the divergence to me. Do you think that Resident Evil is... Specifically, a third-person over-the-shooter, over-the-shoulder game, or, or third-person game. Let's say, yeah, maybe it has fixed camera angles, maybe it's over-the-shoulder, whatever. But third-person game, or is it first and foremost a horror game? Because Resident Evil Seven to me is just a horror game, right? Right. Right. Um, whereas the other Resident Evils kind of take place in a shared world with Umbrella Corporation. And focus on these grotesque monsters that jump at you in the last moment. And, yeah. You know, there's even that famous scene in Resident Evil 2 where you're walking through the hallway and the dogs jump through the window. Because you know something's going to happen. That's the anticipation. And it doesn't happen until you flick a, a certain switch. So you don't know what switch that is and what part of the storyline is going to be. So every time you have to pass through that hallway, you're on pins and needles. You don't know whether something's going to bash through that window or not. One of the crazy things I saw, I saw an analysis of uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yeah. And they showed that... So, Capcom understands that some people have played Resident Evil 2 to death. Yeah. And for the people who are just playing Resident Evil 2 for the first time, it'll be a good experience, because it'll just be Resident Evil 2. But what they've done is they've made it so that They've changed the order you have to go through rooms. The layout is largely the same. Mm-hmm. But what they do is they make you go through rooms that if you'd played the original game to death, you would know, hey, this room is going to have like five zombies in it. Yeah. I'm not prepared. I have no ammo. What What am yeah. I supposed to do? And then there's nothing in there. And you're like, fuck! Uh, yeah. like, so they play with your anticipation if you've played the original game by forcing you to go a different route. That's cool. They've rerouted you and redone the organization of the layout. Yeah. Awesome. I great. Like I love that there are those two That's layers. A great idea. There's the layers for the fans who've played it a million times, the layer for the fan who's playing it the first time. Yeah. Good on you, Capcom. Yeah. Awesome. That is awesome. Um, 
and comes out January 2019. Wow. Um, they announced a PSVR game called Trover Saves the Universe. Couldn't care. Showed Kingdom Hearts 3 again. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> yeah. We get it. We're excited for Sora. Yeah. Okay. Um, but now I'm ne- Sora... Tired of these. Uh, oh God! Uh, Neo Two gets a teaser trailer. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Death Stranding. I. They finally showed what gameplay looks like. I have a tough time understanding what the fuck it's about, though. Thank you. <sighs> Death Stranding to me is. I'm so not hyped about it because. Um, a good example I'll give is. Star Wars. To me, the original three Star Wars movies, uh-huh. George Lucas was not too big for his britches yet. Yeah. And there were people who acted as editors for those movies. Right. And, like, allowed his best ideas to come forward. Right. The prequel trilogy, though, is what happens when George Lucas got too big for his britches and just... Like, Listen here, I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah. Right? I'm George Lucas. I'm gonna do... And they're worse for it. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm so worried that Hideo Kojima is going to make a game, and everyone's hyping it, but I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, and everything I see of it is so cryptic that I'm like, I'm so worried that instead of being this masterpiece, like, yeah. oh, like everyone's just going, oh, he knows best, but he's also a master of cryptic bullshit. Right. Like, Metal Gear Solid doesn't have the best storyline. Sorry. It's a good game, <laughs> but the storyline is cryptic bullshit. Well, goodbye, and, everybody. <laughs> yeah, see ya. But it's cryptic bullshit. And it, it, and, it, and it does a good job of using the hardware to make a point and to do interesting things, but, like... It's not like the sh- it's not the strength of the writing. It's the strength of writing with gameplay. Right. I'm so worried that this game won't have that, and it, it's just going to be him and his storyline. He's going to focus too much on story. Right. And all the gameplay they showed was you just carrying things places. Right. And if it doesn't have gameplay as the focus, if gameplay is not the core of this and its story, then I think it's just going to be cryptic bullshit. And if it's just cryptic bullshit, I'm so afraid it's not going to be good. You know what, man? There's only... Unfortunately, with Hideo Kojima, there's only one way to find out. Oh, and, God. And that's to actually... That's, that's to let your friend gold. buy it and play it and spend the money. Now, I'm going to be that friend, unfortunately. Oh, God. I'm okay. going to buy it, and then you'll come over, and we'll judge each other. Okay. Uh, here's what we'll do. A side thing. Our second stream will be Death. you playing Death Stranding... And every time it's cryptic bullshit, you take a shot. And every time it's a poignant, like, point it's about like, life. Oh, I understand exactly what is happening here. Yeah. And it's well, like... Or... Or, you or have a to, good mystery. A good mystery. Or, or every time that... Yeah, it's a good mystery. Or every time it's a plot point that just isn't completely out of left field. Yeah. I'll take a shot. Okay. But every time it, like, they just add something that's cryptic bullshit, yeah. you take a shot. Deal. We're going to have to write Deal. this down. Ah, that was a... Okay, let's try it again. Oh, oh, oh my god! god. There we go. go. That's fantastic. God, okay. that was off. Okay, so let's... Uh... uh, Next is Spider-Man. Oh, of course. Spider-Man is Assassin's Creed 
Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. Spider-Man skin in New York. Arkham Creed. Arkham Creed Assassin Knight. Assassin Knight. Assassin Knight. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, it just looks to me more of the same. It is going to be, unfortunately. And, and it's cool because it's part of the new generation and whatnot. And I'm sure it's going to be very fun. It's going to be hoot and holler. And I'm going to play it too, fine. But it's still going to be just a staple of whatever the Spider-Man games have been for the last decade. You know? Yeah. Uh, now for now for our last press conference. Because uh, we need to get get this train moving. Choo-choo! Yeah, frickin' A. We've been keeping these people up. Thank you if you've been listening for this long or if you've chopped us up into two days. Uh, Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo opens with Damon X Machina. Uh, it's a mech fighting game. I didn't Looks, ask for this. I'm just kidding. It's actually made by the original, one of the original uh, creators of Armored Core. That's cool. Armored Core was a really good game. I actually liked it. What was it? Lone Wolves? Do you know, do you know what company makes Armored Core? Who? From Software. Fuck you. Really? Yeah. I love Armored Core. And so I've, I've always been a From Software fan. I remember playing Armored Core 2. Uh, so, I actually owned the cable to connect two PS2s. Oh, yeah. And we had we would go to my house, and my brother uh, and I both had, like, crappy TVs in our room. <laughs> yeah. But me and my friends would hook up two PS2s. My friend would bring over his PS2, yeah. um, hook them up, and we'd play Armored Core 2v2 Fuck. between the two things. So, That's each dope. TV would be on split screen. And... We were so good at it. We got <laughs> so good at Armored Core. Yeah, I love that game. That game's so and, fun. And if and if it's one of those developers, if they're making a game that's going to be like the modern Armored Core, it's really cell shaded. We'll see how it is. Yeah. You fight. It it looks like a mixture to me between Armored Core and um, Attack on Titan. Okay. Because you're fighting larger robots. Okay. So there's a lot of like you flying around stabbing giant robots Humanoid-ish in the face. Yeah, but, like, much bigger robots in the face and then them blowing up. It looks very Attack on Titan to me. Okay. Um, in a way. Um, they showed Xenoblade Chronicles Torna DLC. Um, not much to say about that. Yeah, I'm it's, sure it's gonna be great, but yawn. You know, it's like, just come out with it already. With Xenoblade Chronicles, is like, just, just give me the gameplay, because I'm not gonna be hyped about it. It is, I will say it is cool that they're doing a stand, it's big enough that they're doing it standalone. Sure. So you're you're gonna be able to buy the game the the DLC on its own on its own for cheap yeah. for like thirty twenty thirty bucks. That's good. So okay, cool. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Um, it is Pokemon Go on console. I'm excited about it. I'm gonna buy it day one. Sure. But I'm not. That'll be the game where I come over and laugh at you for buying. it. No, no, no. We're going to play together co-op. Oh. It's co-op. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, now, the first real announcement. There, there are a couple real announcements in a row. Okay. Super Mario Party. That's going to be cool. Actually, it looks really cool. They go, they're going back to the basics, back to a board. Thank they God. actually showed... So, cool thing. Uh, you're a board gamer. Right. They announced there's a new game mode where you roll the dice and it's on a grid board. And you actually get to choose how you move. Hmm. On a grid. That's dope. So you're gonna, like if you have ten movement. Yeah. You actually get to be like oh, I'm gonna move left one space, up five spaces, left three spaces, up you know however yeah. many. And awesome. That's dope. Great. That's great. That's you know Mario Party needs 
to stay a board game, but it needs to just evolve. Yeah. yeah. And they they have a bunch of like multi switch elements. They have a bunch of Adaptive different boards. Uh, Looks great. I'm actually yeah. really excited about this. October fifth. That'll probably be another stream, but I'll talk about that later. Um. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay. It's the first console Fire Emblem in a long time. Yeah. When um, was the last one? That was for GameCube. Probably. Yeah, I think so. It's in a it's in a mobile game since the DS era, I think. Mm. Uh, when the DS coincides with the Wii. With the Wii. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so GameCube. Probably GameCube. Yeah, probably GameCube. I don't even remember what the title was, but. Shrug. Shred. I don't know. Um, they announced a couple. They announced a whole bunch of games in a row after this. Fortnite comes out of Switch. We've already talked about this, and I think... Yeah. I've already played it. Uh, I, have, I have Fortnite. I have it. Uh, it's It runs well on Switch. That's surprisingly great. well. Great, great. Um, it has some draw distance issues. Like, snipers are hard to use because things in the far distance are like pixels. Right. Because it's a Switch. Right. Um... But I will say I've mainly played handheld, so that's expected. Fair it's enough. A, it's better on the TV. Yeah, I imagine it's a lot clearer. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hollow Knight came out. Sure. Uh, a bunch. They just had a compilation of a bunch of games. Fighter Dragon Ball Fighters uh, is coming out. It looks so cool. It looks so good. Oh, um, it looks so cool. And it's been out for a while on PS4, but um, I'm so excited to have it on Switch. Have the yeah. have it. Two player on the go because yeah. the, the the Switch's biggest advantage. There's a lot of fighting fighting games that I think can do well on Switch because of the sideways controller layout. Yeah, you you always having the ability to play one on one on the go. Yeah, awesome, huge, huge. And then they get into Smash Brothers, mm. and that to me is, um, so I only had a couple times this E3 where I was really excited. Okay. Um, one of them was uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Of course. One of them was Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Uh The final one was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. It's... They never fail to hype up a Super Smash Bros. And it really does it by itself, honestly. Well, we all know what we're, we're getting. It's, 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 it's one of those things... And I think they did... I think they made the right call. Because what they did is they did... A quick reveal at the beginning, and the coolest part about this Smash Brothers, all fighters yeah. ever yeah. in any Smash Brothers are coming back. Right. So Solid Snake coming back, Wolf from Star Fox coming Meta back, Knight. Meta Knight, uh, Pichu, Pichu, uh, Ice Climbers, yeah. you know, uh, Pokemon Trainer, Pokemon Trainer. You All can coming back. To be a female Pokemon trainer, as a matter of fact. Yeah, cool. And and with uh, with different colored versions of the Pokemon. Roy. Yeah, Roy's coming back. Uh, you know all these things that are so cool. And and actually the most the thing I like the most about Roy. Yeah. So Roy when he came out was basically Marth. <gasps> Toon Link and Young Link. Hang on, yeah. I'm sorry, go on. But um, so they've they've had a they've announced a new, um thing called Echo Fighters, uh-huh. and they're basically recognizing that certain characters are clones with slightly different properties okay. of other ones, so like uh, Dark Pit is Pit that's slightly different, Yeah. and Lucina is uh, 
I think Marth. Not Lutena or something? No, 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 no Marth. Lucina is Marth. Yeah, yeah you're right. Lucina's Marth, but slightly very different. Very subtle differences, right? Yeah. Um, but they've announced that those those characters exist and that they are clones and yeah. gave them the Echo... They gave, they called them Echo Fighters. Okay. Uh, they also announced uh, Daisy is coming out huh. uh, as as Peach's Echo Fighter. Nice. It's gonna be It's going to have the same moveset. The cool la, 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 la. thing... I'm the, really good with Peach, actually. Yeah? She's, oh, my God. If you're, well, really, if you're really good with Peach and you can put somebody down, you do that la, 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 at the end. <laughs> dude, it just it messes up. Anyway, go. Oh, man. But, um... Uh, but they didn't... So, the, uh, the, the most interesting thing about that to me is that they announced Echo Fighters that these are clones with different properties. Right. Two characters got announced not as Echo Fighters, as fighters in their own right. Roy uh-huh. and Ganondorf. And they're the two, to me, the two most famous clones. Right. Because Ganondorf is Captain Falcon. Right, of course. Just um, heavier. But they showed, I've actually, I saw a breakdown of him. He's different now. Oh, they're making him a little old. So he has, some of his moves are, are similar, are right. very, very similar, or the same. Okay. But they've also announced that he's gotten new smash moves where he uses his sword. Um, so he has different arcs of attack in a lot of moves, and he uses a sword for a lot of smash moves, and he, he behaves differently, so they revamped him. Okay. I want to know what Roy, what's different about him, because he's not an Echo Fighter, so I assume he's different than Marth. Probably. Because otherwise they would have said he's like, he is Marth's Echo Fighter. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, so we'll, we'll see about that. We'll see. Um, they announced Ridley. Of course. At yeah. the very end. There you go. Which is, you know just a huge fucking Talk about fan service. relief. Oh. God. People are just waiting for that shit. Soccer eyes like don't say I never did anything for yeah. you. Yeah. Never spits never spits on you. Never ask him for anything again. Yeah. Spits in your face and you like it. It's like you you've been asking for him for a pizza for like ten years. And then he finally gives you the pizza and he goes don't say I never did anything for you. And he yeah. goes, and spits on the pizza, and you're like, oh, you did anything. He, he opens the pizza and then dumps it on the ground in front yeah. of you, throws the box to the side, and walks away. And you're still eating it. You're like, thank you, Sakurai, and yeah. you're, eat, you're eating the scraps off the, the ground. Scraps. That's how That's how it is. That's how Smash Bros. is. But um, they announced a ton of changes. I So, what people want to know with Smash Brothers isn't. I think that, that was really exciting, but they also want to know what the differences are. Yeah. Smash Brothers sells itself, right? Yeah. Like, you know Smash Brothers, what it's kind of It's going to be a party expect. game, it's going to be really fun, it's going to be fucking everybody you've ever wanted. It, and, but that's what they, they focused on, were the differences, and it looks like they tried to focus on the Smash competitive community, and give them a bunch of new um, tools right. to do things with. That's good. Yeah, I, I don't know, I'm excited. More connectability, more, you know... I'm sure it's well, going to be a lot more fluid. Yeah, they, they announced that a lot of the defensive uh, abilities have been nerfed. Right. Like, dodging now, uh, the more you dodge in a row, the less effective it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, dashing is just simply better, and it's harder to get... You now have parry blocks. Right. So, it's not... But it's not the same. It's not as easy to do, like, a perfect block anymore. Right. And there's now directional dodging, so you're going to be able to use that for mobility as well. That's awesome. So there's a lot of good things. And it's a lot of adaptive things, too, I'm sure. It's going to yeah. be an entire diff- entirely different game on its own. 
than any of the others. Yeah, I'm so excited. Me I'm too. so excited. I think that's that's probably the number one thing that everybody's the most excited about. Um, but that's that's it for E3. Cool. You know, I think that was a good wrap up. I think what we got about an hour and a half. Yeah, right about right about. Yeah. F word. Well. Hopefully you guys stayed in with us. Thank you so much for staying in with our recap. And we'll be loading up more information as it comes by. Uh, stay tuned for those streams. And, and we're going to get some con- more content out to you guys. More more adaptive content. As, as our games mature, so shall we, right? As our dicks mature. Wow. You know what? You were riding just the, the perfect train this whole time. You were, you were so informative. You were so helpful. <laughs> you, you know, and then all of a sudden, you just pulled out that It was the tequila. Dick. I even had to do the, the, the golf story mention. I couldn't believe... When I heard that, I was like, oh, you beautiful bitch. You know what? <laughs> you beautiful bitch. Anyway, uh, that's been Drunkcast for this week's... For this week's... Oh, God. Here it goes. That's... <clears throat> that has been Drunkcast for this week. I'm Joel. I am Joe. Have a good night. Have a good day. Have a good morrow. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.